Marvel fans, and welcome to What's New in Marvel Unlimited, where we take a look at the comics new to the Marvel Unlimited app. As always, there's a great selection of interesting stuff to take a look at. We've done our reading, and now we're here to help you navigate the vast chronicles of comics within the Marvel Unlimited app. Welcome back, everybody. It's another week of What's New in Marvel Unlimited. This is Dan, and each week, my daughter Sienna and I taking a look at which Marvel comics are releasing digitally through the Marvel Unlimited app. For this week, we're focusing on the week January 7th to 13th of 2024, most of the books releasing the morning of January 8th. We're recording the afternoon slash evening of the 8th. Sienna, you get a chance to read some comics? Yeah, absolutely. So, another busy week for us, but it's always good to get a little chance to, uh, to read some comics. What were the options out there? What did we have uh, kind of a quick overview of this week or what came out? So what came out this week were 24 total new items, six of which are Infinity Comics, 15 are regular monthly issues, and one of them, God's Number One, is both. And then there were five first issues. And we also get a remastered 331-page chronological version of the House of X slash Powers of X. Did you read that one? I did not. <laughs> so surprise, that, surprise. Yeah, so that's actually one. It's interesting because they really didn't even recommend that for folks who are just getting into those books that they read them that way. But essentially, the stories did not the stories did not come out in necessarily chronological order. This is a chronological retelling that was evidently done by one of the editors to keep Hickman's story straight. Uh, it's almost like uh, the Godfather was done this way. It wasn't done chronologically when it released Godfather 1 through 3, but then they went back out and did a box set that put all of the elements of the movies actually in the order they would have happened, you know, chronologically. So you'd start with the old stuff in Italy and then move on to the newer stuff in uh, in the United States. So in any case, I did not read through all of that either, but it was interesting and I think it's cool they do that sort of stuff. Uh, essentially, it's a trade paperback of those two stories released onto... Uh, unlimited. So, quite a few books. 24 is a, a pretty decent number for a week, and uh, as usual, we're getting about that 15 or so regular comics, and then six or seven uh, Infinity seems to sort of be the the normal mm -hmm. uh, that they plan for there. So, let's start with the Infinity comics, the native comics on Unlimited. Uh, these, as we noted last week, probably mention this pretty much every week, are the comics specifically designed to be read on tablets or phones. Usually the art is bigger. They're designed as a single scrolling page. And some of the topics and the content is a little different from what comes out in the stores because these, in many cases, are original stories as well. Although in a couple cases, like you noticed, they are also things that are just reformatted regular comics. So, so what do we have this week? So what we have this week for Infinity Comics are Alligator Loki number 30, Gods number 1, Marvel Mutts number 6, Marvel's Voices number 84, Spider-Man Unlimited number 18, Who is Kingpin number 1, and X-Men Unlimited number 121. Absolutely. So... Did you get a chance to read any of these this week? No, but a few of them did interest me. I just didn't get around to reading them. I find it interesting, though, that they kind of interest you, but not as much as the other comics, to where you haven't necessarily gravitated towards trying them yet. 
I think a lot of them are just, a lot of the, the ones that I, like the characters that I like, other than Spider-Man has a lot of Unlimiteds that I've seen, don't actually have as many Unlimited comics as the regular ones do. So I kind of gravitate towards those instead. I think this is interesting that the folks who make these probably would have figured that things like Alligator Loki and Marvel Mutts and some of these others would have been sort of right in the wheelhouse of teens and younger folks. But in actual fact, you're more like, give me Ghost Rider or something like yeah. this, which is, which is intriguing. Because so, I really wanted to read Alligator Loki and I tried to start Gods, but it was like 63 pages yes. or that was the other one, but yep. still very long. I read a little bit of Marvel Mutts in the beginning and it's really cute and I like it, but I just haven't gotten around to reading all of them. Yep. And that makes sense. Yeah, the the gods one is interesting because you can actually see a little bit of how they how they redo things. I looked at it and I would have had a tough time enjoying gods as much reading it in the in the infinity comic form as I did just reading it the regular way. I get why it's cool and Gods is one of those where there's a lot of dialogue and a lot going on, so I did have to zoom in every once in a while and the like, but I still think I prefer the full page to mm-hmm. the to the scrolling. But I did take a look a little bit at Gods on the on the Infinity comic, and then I'd read it in the regular one. So these are out there, though. If you're a fan of those sorts of things, certainly they've, they've got a number of them that came out. As we noted last week, a lot of these come out every week, so you get uh, a little bit of story, on a weekly basis, which is sort of nice. It's almost like a Sunday newspaper comic yeah, thing, right? you don't have to wait as long, yep. especially if you're super invested. Correct. So, all right, so those are the Infinity Comics. Then we go to the regular books, kind of the meat and potatoes of the releases for this week. Quite a few of them. Sienna, let's uh, go through just uh, what, was the, what was the first book that uh, we were going to talk about here. So the first one on the list is The Alien Annual. Sure. So Alien, from like the old Alien franchise movies. Have you watched the Alien movie yet? No, I've seen like clips of it. No. Yeah, I have not yet. I think you'd enjoy that, actually. I think I would, too. It it sort of freaks me out, so I only watch it every once in a while. It's it's a great movie, but... uh, And then we have one more annual. The Ghost Rider annual. Mm -hmm. I did actually read that one, and I thought it was pretty cool. Very cool. So, and annuals are nice because they are generally semi-standalone. So it's, mm-hmm. it should have hopefully been a story that was kind of started yeah. and finished all in one issue. What's next? And then we have the Strange Academy Amazing Spider-Man. Yep. Which I also read. Did you read the first two Strange Academy? No. I realized that it was a series after I got into it and I didn't know what was happening. But it was pretty easy to follow anyway. Um, because they had a little, like, review in the beginning. This bothers me about this series. Because it's actually, this is the last portion of a three-part Strange Academy series. The first one was Strange Academy, um, I don't even remember who. Second one is Strange Academy Moon Knight. Third one is Strange Academy Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And they should have made this a number one, two, three, so you could follow the series. But the weird thing is, even if you read last month's Moon Knight one, it doesn't say what's next in the story because these are all three separate number ones. Yeah, that's why I was confused. I was like, this is a number one, but it says it's continuing. They're obsessed with having as many number ones as they can. But in this case, they've really made a mess because this actually is kind of an interesting story. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the first two. I haven't read this one yet. But 
it's hard for people to realize, other than the fact they both say Strange Academy, that it's an ongoing title. And there should have been better messaging on that, mm-hmm. uh, which probably means it should have been issues one, two, and three yeah. of a Strange Academy, you know, team up or whatever they want to call it, rather than, than naming them the way they did. So. And then next we have Star Wars The High Republic Shadows of Starlight. Sure. And this is one of three Star Wars this week. We've got the Shadows of Starlight from The High Republic, we've got Star Wars Bony Cunners, and we've got Star Wars Darth Vader. So if you're a Star Wars fan, there was a bunch of stuff that came out. Uh, one new one, and then a couple of relatively long ongoings. That, yeah, uh, they both got, got 39 right now. I did some looking on the kind of a database I have, and I believe that at this point, those are two of the three longest-running comics at Marvel. And I think the other one that we're going to be talking about later, X-Force, is actually the longest running. There's nothing out that's got more than 45 issues since it was rebooted, which is crazy because when I started with like, you know, Legion of Superheroes, it was on issue 279 and Justice League was on issue 193. And you just don't really see those numbers out of Mm -hmm. modern comics. And then we have gods. Sure. Gods, meaning G period, O period, D period, S period. Yeah. Right? So the acronym. This is a Jonathan Hickman book that is sort of rebooting, and it's got a, a new world, new storyline. Uh, we'll talk about this a little bit later. It's actually one of my recommendations. But very interesting, very different stuff. And then we have Spider-Boy, which I very much enjoyed. Oh, very cool. I didn't read Spider-Boy, but I'm interested to hear what you think of it. I always read the Spider-Man ones, so... Yep. That's... Well, out you got your brand. And then we have Captain Marvel Dark Tempest. Mm-hmm. I did not read this one. No, one of the Cosmic books. I, I'm not... A lot of these that I haven't already started, I'm not starting right for the podcast. I'm starting with things that are new or, or yeah. following on when I can. There's a chance I'll read this one later this week. But in terms of the hurry to get them read so that we can visit them and put them on the podcast, um, this was not one that, that struck me. And then we have Black Panther. Yep. This is one that's in the middle of a storyline. Uh, it's pretty good books, actually. Yeah. So, um, but it again, it's on issue number like five. So if you did want to start in on that, uh, they, they're kind of finishing up uh, an existing storyline. So there's a bit of back reading you have to do if you want to get into that one. I was thinking about reading it, but it was a continuing thing, and I was like, I'm not going to have time. No. And so next we have Doctor Strange. So Jed McKay, the guy who's been writing the Moon Knight stuff, I've really been enjoying, has also been doing some really good stuff with Doctor Strange the last couple of years. This current storyline is not the place to start. (laughs) I'll just put it that way. This confuses the heck out of me, and I'm following along. So it's... It's really trippy. It's really magical. There's a lot of crazy stuff mm. going on. Um, Doctor Strange is of all sorts running all over the place and big world-ending problems. Of course. But, uh, and the art is, is interesting and, and really trippy as well. Okay. Well, next we have the Red Goblin. Yeah, I don't have anything on Red Goblin. <laughs> okay. It, again, it's one that, you know, it's on issue like number nine. You'd have to go back. It's probably mm-hmm. finished a couple storylines. So... Uh, these aren't the ones that I'm focusing on getting going here. I think we're going to, considering it's Marvel, more than likely you're going to cancel this book in the next two to three issues and then restart it as Red Goblin number one again sometime later in the summer because that's what they do. 
So it's, it unfortunately, if you're looking to, and we're kind of thinking there'll be people listening to this who maybe are looking to get into new things or find ways into Marvel Unlimited. If you're looking for stuff, I think starting with newer series, things that have easy onboarding points is best. Uh, if you really want to read everything, obviously there's tons of great stuff. You can go back and start from the beginning. But they do simply close down series so often right now that if something is already on issue 8 or 9 and you haven't started, you're better off just waiting for the storyline and the issue to fo- or the series to fold mm-hmm. and then pick it up when it starts up again. Because there's lots of other stuff to, to read for now that, that is starting at a kind of a new onboarding point. Okay, and next we have Fantastic Four. So there are exceptions to this. Like, you should really be reading Fantastic Four. Uh, this is one of the craziest, just pure fun comics that is being put out right now. The art is great. The cover art is great. I really enjoy these books. I think that Ryan North is writing some really interesting stuff. Not to spoil things, but the last page of this issue is a Tyrannosaurus Rex that looks like Doctor Doom. <laughs> Why would you not be reading this comic book? <laughs> I mean, what more could you I'm, want? I'm not even kidding, actually. <laughs> so, anyway. So, yeah, Fantastic Four, this is, a, again, a relatively new reboot. You know, it's on issue number 12 now. But this would be one that if you're interested in getting into stuff and just having some fun, uh, going back and reading that whole series is worth it. It's It's fun stuff and really accessible. Okay. Immortal X-Men. Speaking of inaccessible, we've got Immortal X-Men. One of the many X-Books out there. Uh, Some interesting stuff. I'm a little bit behind on this one. It's not one that I've been sort of running to keep up on. The X-Books have started to really uh, just get really complex to follow. Yeah, whenever I see X-Men anything or like X anything, I just like, I just like, I'm like, I'm not even going to bother because I'm going to be confused. And maybe that's my fault. I have set up that expectation for you. We we might have to just go back in and when the next X-Books start with number ones and the like, we'll follow them and see. I have been reading Ms. Marvel, but the problem is now she's kind of in that group and there's all this stuff going on with Orcus and everybody off planet and everything else and it does get kind of confusing at this point. So, anyway. And then we have X-Men. Yeah, and X-Force. And X-Force. I didn't read either of these yet. Me either. They're, they're longer ongoings ones on issue 27 and 45. Uh, if you're into the X-Men, if you're interested in this stuff, they're doing some really interesting stuff with it right now. But it is something where if you're just kind of onboarding to Marvel, X-Men is not the easiest place to onboard usually. Yeah. And they've they've really done some, done some crazy things with those characters over the years. So it... Uh, Prepare yourself for some research and putting in a bit of time if you want to really get into the X-Universe. Yeah. However, there are some good jumping on points this week, which are Star Wars, The High Republic, Shadows of Starlight, Gods, and Spider-Boy. Sure. I really enjoyed the High Republic book. I think that when I read some of the Disney stuff and the like, as someone who hasn't watched all the cartoons or read a lot of the, the novels and stuff... It can be a little weird going, well, where does Ahsoka fit in? And where does mm-hmm. this fit in? And where does that fit in? Um, these are nice because they start, first page kind of gives you a, here's where you're at. And it's got Yoda in it. And it's got, you know, other characters you like. I think it was a it was a fun story. It obviously is 
a, a true jumping on point too, because in the back there's a little index and it looks like there's going to be about 12 books interconnected over a number of different Star Wars comics over the next few months where this makes a sort of an overarching story. So of all the, the onboarding points for Star Wars recently, this is probably the best, hey, I want to just start on Star Wars and Marvel Comics. Where's a good place to start? I would say this would probably be, outside of going back and starting at, you know, the old Star Wars issues in the, in the back catalog, it's probably the best place with the new stuff to get started if you're looking for something. Mm-hmm. And then Gods, I wanted to read, but I didn't have time to read 63 pages. I would recommend, so I'll just do my pick here while we're doing this with the onboarding point. Uh, I would recommend going and reading Gods. It's actually fun. It's got some cool characters. It's got a kind of a bad boy Doctor Strange in love with a um, a woman who becomes sort of an agent of some some cosmic powers and the like. and. Cosmic powers are at, at war that they serve, and so they've got to break up. And so it's a little bit of a, you know, a star-crossed lovers mixed with the fact that the entire universe is going to blow up unless they destroy some things. So yeah, but uh, it's kind of at this point seems like it's a Doctor Strange universe-related title, but it looks like they're going to be bringing in a lot of other people. This is something completely new. Jonathan Hickman is a really, really good writer. Uh, he is sometimes super confusing. I think that this is actually one of the more straightforward Hickman books I've read in a while. Lario Skitty, I believe that's how the name is pronounced. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, is on a pencils. Did a fantastic job. The book looks great, and it's really entertaining. So that is that's my pick of the week, and it's an onboarding point. So I would I would certainly recommend taking a look at that. And then lastly, for jumping on points, we have Spider-Boy, which I did read. And that's also uh, my pick, my recommendation, um, because it was just it was a really cute story because it's like a young Spider-Man, but he doesn't he doesn't he's not a web slinger, but he has like the spider strength and speed and stuff. Hmm. And but he was created in a lab like he didn't get bit by a spider. He was created in a lab. Like the, which is, the kid was created yeah, in a lab. The kid was mixed with a spider in a lab. Was he an existing kid or like he was an, an embryo? existing kid that was like taken? Okay, and mixed. He with was a experimented on. Yes. He wasn't like a test tube baby no. made into a Spider Man. Yeah, all right. Okay, and so he's um he's like they they brought in the whole like Peter Parker made everyone forget him that whole thing and so like there was that whole thing going on and so um nobody really remembers Spider Man but he was like he's working with. Spider-Man and like all this and then the main point of the story was that one of the other kids that was being tested on in the lab is now a villain and okay. he was fighting him um, and then at the is end is he a lizard? No. He's a rhino elephant. Oh he's a rhino. Yeah. Okay that's another one of the classic yeah. another one of the classic spider villains. And then at the end there was a like sneak peek at the second issue and uh, Squirrel Girl was in it which I thought was kind of cool. Oh excellent. Yeah. Right. So well, I'm glad you enjoyed that one. That I think, again, new characters, new onboarding point. I know this is something Marvel has done some advertising on for Spider-Boy. I think they're hoping that this is going to be a character that catches on and people like. So we'll see how it goes. Okay, bingeable. 
are series that are ending or completing major storylines. And what we have for that is Strange Academy 1 through 3, which we kind of talked about before. And the annuals are, since they're just kind of contained stories, you can just like read them whenever. And it doesn't really matter if you're doing in any order. Yep, and I wrote it as Strange Academy 1 through 3, but of course it's Strange Academy number 1, Strange Academy number number 1, and Strange Academy number 1. Because that makes so much sense. (laughs) In any case, but yeah, those are, that's a storyline that I think was actually a lot of fun. I would recommend Mm -hmm. taking a look at that. And then both of the annuals, uh, hopefully are stuff you can just pick up, enjoy. Sounds like the Ghost Rider one was one you liked. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Also, um... Elsa Bloodstone was in it, okay. um, which I was like, oh my gosh, I remember her from the uh, Werewolf by Night one. Yep, that'll so, start happening. Yeah. You get a chance to sort of start seeing some characters come back here and there and things like that. And then that really kind of takes care of it. Those are the books for this week that we've been reading. We will be back again next week to take a look at the new comics for the week of January 14th to 20th. Look for that in your feed on or around Tuesday, the 16th of January. Yeah, what do you think? Good week of reading comics? Absolutely. Very a lot cool. of good stuff. All right, and we will probably read a few more of these and then wait for the new stuff to come out again next week. And we'd love to hear from you. Email us at unlimitedanswers at comicsovertime.com or find us on Instagram or Blue Sky at comicsovertime. Make sure to subscribe now in order to get our weekly look at what is new on the Marvel Unlimited app. You can find us anywhere you find fine podcasts, including iTunes, Google, Amazon, Spotify, and our hosting platform, Podbean. Have a great weekend, everybody. We will see you again next Tuesday. Toodles. Toodles.